Of course, as we get closer to Palm Sunday and Holy Week, it focuses more and more and more on the cross and the meaning of the cross. Today, we have um, a, a, a connection between these two readings that's, that's remarkable. It's only in John. But we look back to Abraham and the, and the moment of covenant, where God changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And although it doesn't give these details, what happened is that God made the promise, the covenant, and then they had to, Abraham had to cut a, a lamb or goat in half and spill out all the blood and put the two bodies separate, and then God and Abraham walked through it. And the idea was that in passing through these animals that gave up the life source, all their blood, and were now dead, this covenant was made in the blood of that animal, that sacrifice to God, solemn, a solemn ritual. The only thing about it is that Abraham does die, of course, and uh, his end of the covenant gets picked up by his son and their sons and their sons and sons because God made a covenant, a promise with Abraham, but also with his descendants. And he said, it is forever. My covenant is forever. And God keeps his word. So when we get to John's gospel, and you have to appreciate this, that Matthew, Mark, and Luke wrote their gospels around the year 70, about 40 years after Jesus had been on the earth and died and rose and was ascended into heaven. So for about 40 years now, these Christians all around the globe who were living their faith and sharing the Eucharist and opening the Word of God, and there were Jews who became Christians and Gentiles who became Christians, and the church is growing, 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 growing. But already by 100 or 110, when John wrote his gospel, there was problems happening in the church, there were, there were difficulties, there were heresies appearing. And so John, using 80 years now of faith, 80 years, three or four generations of Christians, and all those Eucharists and all the reading of the Word of God and all that understanding, he reflects back and he makes this connection. The only place is in John. He refers back to the story of Moses when Moses went to the burning bush. The first time it is said in the scriptures, when Moses, whom God is sending now to the Pharaoh to free the people of Israel from the slavery of Egypt, when he goes there, Moses says, well, who will I say is sending me? They'll want to know, who is it? And God said the famous words from the burning bush, tell them, I am sent you. I am. And so, I don't know that Jesus says these words, but John puts them in his mouth to connect back to that scripture. It's so important because in that two-word saying, I am, he's connecting with the God who spoke from the burning bush. He is declaring he truly is the Son of God, and he's already referring to him as my Father, my Father, and I know the Father, and I know the Father, but you don't know the Father. And so we have the divine stamp of approval, if you will, on this new covenant that comes from the blood of Christ. And every time we celebrate the Mass, the Eucharistic prayer, the consecration, we always talk about the covenant of his blood. The covenant of his blood. So this is what we're preparing to celebrate Sunday and Friday and all through this Holy Week, coming to that cross, to that new promise that in Christ we are raised to life eternal. And that's why Jesus keeps saying in this passage from John, uh, it will never die, we'll live forever. But of course, we die physically. We have a funeral following this Mass. But this inner spirit of life that we get from Christ never dies. 
It never dies. And I believe it doesn't die for anybody, but for us, explicitly, we celebrate it and proclaim it all the time because we know it as our truth, our truth that Jesus himself proclaimed to us.